Birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. You know I love birthdays, so let's get right to it. These are my friends' birthdays this week. Photographer friends, birthdays, not a friends with on Facebook. All right, Justin Hogan, happy birthday. Colin Pearson, long time no talk. Happy birthday, dude. Blani Brooks, oh, we need to catch up. Happy birthday. Heather Tyndall Robillard, happy birthday. Susie Bell, Jim Blanco. Uh, let's see, Chris Cabral, Catalina, cool, oh gosh, <laughs> cool star, Marin, long time, happy birthday. Mar- Marvin Suarez has a birthday coming up. Mark Salmon, Chris Chan, happy birthday. Uh, let's see, who else we got here? Um, a lot of my friends, all right, regular friends. Scott Kivowitz, happy birthday. Jim Johnson, Jerry Yonis has a birthday coming up, happy birthday. Uh, Jeff Newsom. Jean- Jeanette Gallant, John Woodward, Marie Papp, uh, Ali Fortune, happy birthday. Um, let's see, who else we got here? Friends from home, Sean Lee, happy birthday. Coming up this week, Justin Jager, happy birthday. Chris Mann, long time, happy birthday. Rachel King, Tony Cooper, uh, Ann Bergermeyer, happy, happy birthday, long time. Dan Havlick, happy birthday. Peter Kinnon has a birthday coming up. And let's see, Dennis Reggie's birthday is next week. Wow, happy birthday, dude. Steve Bebb, happy birthday. Megan Millicamp Fairband, happy birthday. Daniel Kudish, happy birthday. All right, that'll do it for this week. Let's move on to the show. Uh, got a good one for you coming up. All right, let's go. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world. Just some great conversations with my friends and what's going on right now. Something new every week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. All right, another something new every week. I have a special guest this week, VP of Customer Success, Pamela Vashon. Please say hello. I'm really excited to get to know you today. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, So, you know, the last several episodes, I've been having some people industry-based, and in most of my uh, uh, interviews have been with, with photographers, and it's been really interesting to get to know some of the people who have been working really hard behind the scenes getting through this pandemic. So first of all, um, kudos to you. You, you. I think maybe you've made it. <laughs> we kind of think we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and I know, you know, uh, my wife works a full-time job in, in corporate America. And, you know, getting through this has been super, you know, hard. Uh, and now that things are opening up again, you know, I'm curious, are you finding your, so, you, you know, the pandemic started, I'm sure you were very busy. I believe that you're a remote employee to begin with, but, you know, are you finding yourself kind of leveling out now work-wise or are you like, you're just out of your mind crazy? I think we're busier than ever. Um, mm. You know, when the pandemic started, we um, in- initially saw sales drop e-commerce you know our photographers were suddenly not having sessions but they quickly said you know what we're going to use this time productively and they started 
working on their websites and learning how to sell e-commerce. And they suddenly really had a need for our customer support and customer success teams. And then, you know, our, our engineers were mad at work behind the scenes, getting new features and new products ready. So we were basically really pedal to the metal, getting things ready for when business picked up. We wanted to have our, you know, our platform ready and our photographers ready for when, when things started to open up, which they have started doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, so I, I definitely want to ask you about that. So being the uh, VP of, uh, of customer success at Zenfolio, I know at the beginning of this pandemic, everyone was like, all right, that's it. I'm going to work on my portfolio. I'm going to work on my website. So is it true? I mean, did, I mean, so I would imagine that if, if everyone was doing it, you guys must have just gotten slammed. Like your servers must have just gone out of there like bonkers. Well, it was interesting because we didn't have the incoming uploads that you would get, say, from races and events and, okay. you know, all of that stuff because there were no races or events. What we did have was just what you said. I'm going to refresh my website. I'm going to choose new portfolio images or, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about doing online sales and I never have. I guess now is the time I need to learn how to do it. And so our success team had basically, you know, one-on-one and, and group classes teaching those things, hmm. but they had to really shift their resources and say, okay, a whole bunch of people want to know about selling. So that's what we're going to talk about. And that's what we're going to open up for classes to make sure that people know how to use the e-commerce platforms. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I definitely want to get to the e-commerce platform because I definitely, you know, I have recently relaunched my biz- my photo business here in St. Louis and the amount of online sales that I've been able to do has been great. You know, a lot of people have studio spaces and, and I had a studio space in New York for 15 years and I don't want to do that again. And I was really happily surprised at how much sales I can do, you know, via Zoom or Skype calls or whatever, and then having those tools in place. So we'll, we'll get to that, but you know, um, you had sent me some some information about you guys had done some quarterly you had done some surveys on you know what's going on in the industry, which I think is super interesting, and you know I, I definitely want to, to for you to talk about that a little bit. So we're we're in the first like eight months of this podcast, all we did was talk about the pandemic. So now we're coming out of the pandemic, and I've been asking people for predictions of what's going on. I want to hear what, what you, you have actual metrics and, and statistics of real people. So tell me what's going on with that. Sure thing. So like, you know, everybody else in, in this industry and others, you know, we watched business drop just right. so drastically. And, you know, we, you've seen the, the first initial survey that we did. And the reason we did it was when, when COVID hit, photographers took such a big hit, you know, over three quarters of them said that their business was 20% or more than 40% impacted. And right. that's a big deal, especially for those that are that are full time and really rely on photography to you know, put food on the table. As the summer went on, and we went into the holiday buying season, consumers were spending all this time in their houses, they were uh-huh. probably looking at blank walls. And even though they couldn't go out and maybe get those updated portraits or things like that, they were still buying photo gifts. It, they yeah. realized that family was important. And so we saw kind of this recovery through the holiday buying season. And then January hit. And it was like, it was like crickets. 
And we started getting, you know, we, we monitor how much upload activity we have uh-huh. into our servers. And, and it was low and e-commerce was low. And we were just like, oh, gosh, what are our customers really thinking and feeling right now? And what's their outlook? Mm. And so we deployed this first survey. Right after the survey, things started to take a turn and a pretty dramatic turn. So we had seen business really slow for the first couple of months. And then as we entered March and and April, we started seeing a lot more activity. In Mm. fact, we started seeing activity that was lapping 2019. So there was like this clear pent up demand. And people were, as their restrictions were getting out there, they were starting to hire photographers for whether it was events or personal um, family portraits. So we decided, you know what, this is a really dynamic situation. We, it can change. It can change with a variant. It can change with a change in vaccine distribu- distribution. So let's do this quarterly. So we deployed this in, in May, and we asked a lot of the same questions that we'd asked earlier. And it really showed that photographers had a brighter outlook. They were busier. And they were more optimistic about what the next few months and several months were going to look like for them. So that was encouraging um, to hear hear that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank thank goodness. Uh, And, you know, in in my, you know, straw poll with my friends out there, what I am finding is that uh, generally those with established businesses and clientele are really picking up. And, you know, I have friends of mine who have, match their revenues in the first quarter of this year for, you know, almost the entire year last year and are, you know, looking to basically completely recover um, within the next six to eight months, which is so, so encouraging. However, again, straw poll, those people who are starting from scratch are having a little bit more of a struggle in finding uh, new revenue and getting out there again. And, uh, however, the, the ones who are, you know, kind of using some new tools are finding some success and, and that success in, in that using, um, paid platforms, you know, Facebook ads, Google ads, and then, you know, bringing in work that way, um, are, are, are having a lot of success. So, um, it's good to hear that that they're getting out there again, and and you know I can't imagine you guys trying to keep your customers going and encouraging them and keeping them happy. At the same time, you've also been working on a lot of new products and stuff and features is the word I'm looking for features for for you as well. We have, and the launch of that kind of it it was interesting because we launched it, you know, kind of pandemic times. Mm -hmm. And um, we have this new, this new online contactless booking feature called book me. Yeah. And it's basically a way that photographers can have their services. You know, they, they set their prices, what's included in the services. They can connect to their Google calendar. So they're not getting double booked. They can set parameters as far as where they're shooting and clients can, can book them. And, we had some photographers really grasp onto that and show a lot of success. We had a real estate photographer, which real estate photography during the pandemic really became um, an even hotter item because you could not get into a house. And they were just using this to kind of free up their time. They're not spending that time with all of the back and forth of figuring out when, when they're going to meet with their client. 
And it was just kind of automating a lot of their workflow for them, which is, I think, a big deal, especially as a lot of photographers are creatives and working on the business stuff and having, you know, help with that workflow really is appreciated because they want to be out there working with their clients, doing, you know, doing the art part of their business and putting in place as much automation as they can for the rest. And that is the future. And in my experience with websites over the years, there's lots of integrations that that we've had. There's lots of places to do calendar integrations and stuff like that. And at some point or another, all of those integrations can get really, really difficult. So it's the the book me feature, I think is is well, first of all, I, I, I checked it out from from some of the information you sent me and it's definitely one of those integrations that I think for 2021 is the must need integration. People have to be able to go and find an easy, easy way to pay you. And not only does it need to be on, done on a desktop, but the, the mobile integration needs to be almost seamless as well. With younger generations, especially millennials and even my kids, like the thought of them having to go to a laptop to buy something is just, that's too much. I mean, that, that's just no way <laughs> oh yeah i mean who wants to have to go find their laptop and, and start it up to to do something like that it's i don't you know, have if time it doesn't for look that good on mobile yeah i don't yeah, have time if it for doesn't that look good on mobile they're just not going to do it and some of the cool things that we've been doing with this book me is going even a step beyond that that booking experience mm. so as you know, Zenfolio has been around for a long time yeah. and we have an aging platform and we actually started working on a new platform. And so we, on the new platform, because it's built on the modern architecture mm. and, and works on, you know, works better on modern devices, it, it's allowed us to develop some cool things. And so the, the new book me do, does things like you can, you can, you will be able to integrate right into the lab. So let's say your package, yeah. let's say your service is, a a session and it's some eight by tens and it's a metal print when the customer goes to select their images they'll be able to just funnel they'll say i'll select the images here's my eight by tens here's the one i want a metal and it just goes to the lab no way that's really cool yeah that is really neat so you it's completely seamless as far as or touchless i should say if you were to create packages where they could just go in and do it whenever they're ready that's really neat Right, end to end. So, you know, you basically said, this is what you're buying. You choose when you're going to, you know, you choose when the photos get taken. Uh Once the session's done, they upload the photos, they notify the client, client's notified your photos are ready. And then they say, okay, these are the ones that I want. And then if they want to add on anything that wasn't included in the, in the package, then they can continue on with that. But then it can just integrate right with a lab and the lab will We'll send it. So yeah, and I, and I saw that you integrate with most of the labs that are in our community, and of course, the new platform is beautiful. So it's 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 also really really great. The other thing that I really liked was I saw, and it just really caught my eye was that the the people filter. Yeah, <laughs> that is so neat. So yeah. okay, so let me see if I can explain this. So you have a gallery, and it must go through, and and the, the whole AI thing kind of blows my mind. In general, because I've been using it with my sports photos in, in a different site, and it just matches my photos to the, their galleries. But your galleries goes through and finds faces and then creates a bunch of thumbnails at the top of the gallery. 
And you can click on that thumbnail and it will show, it'll aggregate those photos of those people. So like, for example, for a wedding, I don't have to weed through 1200 pictures. If I just want to see pictures of me, <laughs> I can click and on that, that. I mean, you go to a wedding, you want to see the, the right. couple that's getting married and you want to see yourself. Right. And that's pretty much it. And the, <laughs> You know, the cool thing is we created this so that the photographer can choose when, you know, when this shows. So it's not like everybody's photos are getting scanned without, you know, without their knowledge. Mm -hmm. This is something the photographer says, hey, this is a service I offer. When I shoot your wedding, we can do this. And it's there. And then you just click it and you find the photos of yourself. You don't have to see all the pictures of somebody's Uncle Larry that they're not interested in at all. And Yeah. Yeah, or being the bride and groom if you're not interested in seeing the pictures of Uncle Larry. <laughs> right, or if you, you know, I think that a wedding um, gallery can be really overwhelming yeah, for a, totally. a couple. Sometimes you want to take it in stages. And I know that we do a great job as photographers to kind of split it up with here's getting ready and mm-hmm. here's the formal shots and here's the ceremony. But maybe it's kind of like, okay, as the bride and groom, we just really want to focus right now on getting you know, choosing the ones from the, the formal shots that are of the two of us and focus on getting um, selections for our formal portrait. And then maybe we'll go out to the family ones and, and do that. But it allows them to do it in stages and in bite-sized chunks, basically. Yes. And, you know, with 1,200 pictures, is you, any way that you can feed it to them in, a, in, a, in those bite-sized chunks, like you said, is, is is you know, really makes for a better experience across the board. And, Personally, I hate online galleries in general. And, you know, I know you've got to be able to share your images in one way, shape or form, but having a, a way to just give give them a better experience, that that's a real upgrade. And I know maybe it's the Gen Xer in me, but the whole AI thing, when it started rolling out, was kind of some discussions with friends. But it's been a non-issue with the sports stuff I've been doing recently, and I'm taking pictures of eight, nine, ten-year-old kids, and I haven't had one parent say anything to me. I think this is just the future. I mean, we're, we're, you know, if we're worried about, you know, a wedding gallery or something like that, I mean, we've got bigger fish to fry because our pictures are taken and put so many different places as it is now. Yeah, they're taken everywhere, and most of us walk around with a phone that also uses similar technology. I mean, I know that. You know, I'll get a little alert on mine that says, hey, here's your son, you know, six years ago or something like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just already done it magically. We wanted to make sure that we were sensitive, though, to people who do have privacy concerns. So, again, we made it in control for the photographer. It's it's available in those in those certain situations and and not used for anything else. It's just to filter the faces when you're looking in a gallery. Nothing else happens. Well, with that yeah, of course, and and I think when people realize that, like it's just it's just used internally for you guys and and putting your galleries together and creating that seamless experience. So, yep. you know, again, it, it comes down to creating websites that people want to look at. And so, I'm curious from from photography for photographers in general. You mentioned real estate before, and I probably know the answer, but. Who would you say is with what segment of the market is the hottest right now? Oh goodness, I think sometimes that can even range um, <laughs> geographically. Yeah. You know, we've got. I might talk to um, 
a school and sports photographer in one area of the country and they're like events are starting i've got you know dances and sports teams you know line stacked up um i can't keep up and then somebody in another part of the country will say we're still locked down um we still don't have this open it's still really slow for me um you know definitely as far as generalization real estate continues to be hot um if the beyond the pandemic um itself where you couldn't go into houses the real estate market is just bonkers right now so um and for um for a while we saw fine artists actually starting to see a pickup because people were Mm -hmm. like hey i'm staring at the same four walls every day so maybe i want to make it look a little nicer in here um and then i think a lot of wedding photographers are saying we've got that pent-up demand from all the ones that were canceled and then i've had some newborn photographers say (laughs) i kind of got a baby boom on my hands you know we've got the COVID babies coming so, yeah, and I yeah was what are you seeing as the hot one? Yeah, I was wondering, I, I think I saw something recently that there's not as many COVID babies coming that we thought we'd get, but it's still going to be a boom. And I think it was a, it was also that um, because pa- families were distanced from each other and so much of their interactions were online, Yeah, um, I think people kind of, even though there might not be more babies, I think memorializing some of these things and having having that way to 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 share the moments with the families is becoming um you know reinvigorated right cool all right so more questions what about i'm setting up my website for the first time what would you say are the biggest let's start with uh mistakes that photographers make from the get-go pitfalls uh pitfalls they don't have a way to contact. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Or they don't say what I have to agree with you. They're in. <laughs> I have to agree you know, with you. Okay. You know, uh, no way to contact, uh, not saying um, what part of the country they are in, you know, what, it, what locale they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that photographers, I think they should enlist the help of, people who they want to be their clients to help them select the images they should show um, for their portfolios. And I do find, and especially like we're working with so many uh, educators at WPPI over the years, curating a, a portfolio of images, even with photographers that had thousands of images in their libraries, when I would go to them and say, I need 12 images to promote you. And it was such an incredibly big chore for them. Not everyone. And and I'm, I'm not going to, you know, say that's across the board. But consistently, I would get some portfolios from photographers and be like, this is not your best work. What is going on here? I'm on your website and I see a, a bunch of other images. And they would just say, oh, I just... You know, one of the biggest pitfalls that I would find was they would be emotionally attached to their newest work when they had a body of work that was really consistent. So that was always my first thing. Like, yes, I love these 12 images. These are great. But you have 12 other images that are your – this is you, right? And I find that and, – and and I'm, you know, working on building a new website now. And it it is such a big task for me. 
and I don't have nearly the amount of images that I used to have when I was doing weddings in New York City. This my new site is seniors and and families, and curating those images is 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 is, is any advice? <laughs> I need some advice. I, I really think it's um, you know I think you need to enlist the help of some you know some some quote friends and mm-hmm. really have those friends be you know parents of seniors you know if you've got fr- friends and you know which of these would would pull you into my website and want want to explore more if you saw them and I think that's because as as somebody who's so familiar with the images you know you you were part of planning them and you know doing the posing and everything from the start to the finish, I think you start to lose the ability to um, detach and look at it in the sense of this is what's pulling in potential customers. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, sometimes you have to put your your own person, like you said, that you're they're attached to certain images, you really need to think of it in the lens of the consumer who's going to be coming to your website. And what's going to make them say, that's the photographer that I want to hire. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that. That's what I've started. So I put, I've put together a bunch of images and I've been sending it around to some friends of mine to get their advice. And then there's a group of seniors that I've photographed last summer and I've actually hired one of those seniors. Well, she was a, she was going into her senior year this year. She was junior last year and I've actually hired her to help me build the website because I know that she will be able to help me look at it from her eyes and you know she's also going to help me with building some of the social over the summer i know that i'm going to be shocked at some of the things that she picks well you know that's a good point because um you know i think of this the senior photography as you know the parents but i think seniors have some purchasing power here and they're going to want to see a certain you know reflection of how they're going to be portrayed and so that's a that's a really wise move to even choose the audience of the actual audience. They might not be taking their checkbook out, but um, they're really the ones. No, that... they're the ultimate decision makers. I mean, yeah. the kids, the parents want to make their kids, in my experience with seniors is they want to make, the parents are concerned about two things, getting great photos, getting those close-up photos of their kids' faces. That's what's important to them. And then in most cases, price is a consideration mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but they're not afraid to spend money. It doesn't matter whether they're rich or poor. They're not afraid to spend money. This is a very important event, especially here in the Midwest, which is a completely different market. There was no senior market in, in New York City, um, which I always found fascinating. But, uh, ultimately this, the high school senior wants to, do, doesn't want stodgy photos and wants to feel cool when they get their picture taken. Right. <laughs> So Absolutely. I'm not cool anymore. I'm I'm in my fifties, so I have to employ <laughs> the cool people to to to, you need to, to outsource make it. that right. So I'm outsourcing <laughs> the coolness and bringing it in. Anyway, it's it's really great to catch up with you and get to know you a little bit better. I have one last question for you. And and I when I was working at WPPI and then and working in my last job at at, at a music licensing company. Uh, I was also in charge of, of customer success as part of my job. And, uh, I just have to ask, well, I want to, what the question I want to ask you is a nightmare story, but I know you won't answer that, but I want to, I'm curious if there's any funny stories that you can share as a customer, as a, as a, in, in that arena. 
Oh, goodness. Um, myself and my team probably could keep you busy for days and days on on nightmare stories, fun stories, heartwarming stories. Um, you know, I think that, you know, and we, we work with customers via email and, and live chat and, you know, some on the phone. And, you know, you have to, you have to realize that the person on the other side yeah. is a human yeah. and they're dealing with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes you get somebody who is just absolutely livid. And what it turns out is they've got an absolutely livid bride right. in their ear, yes. you know, and so they are literally projecting their stress on, on you. Um, you know, we, we have the, you know, the stories where, you know, people don't know what a browser is and, <laughs> you know, you just have to, you know, it's just kind of like, you just go with it. Um, you know, you, I always think of, you know, my own parents or, or grandparents and trying to talk them through getting Facebook messenger set up or something like that. So yeah, we see all, all walks of life. Um, you know, I think, I think I've been at a trade show once before where a customer wanted to take pictures of everybody's feet. No idea why. <laughs> well, anything could happen at a trade show booth. <laughs> and uh, and this was this was at the the one in um, in New York City. So it was uh, oh, oh it was, photo uh, plus, yes. It was a trip, but you know. We, we do have, we have customers that we know by name. Um, <laughs> you know them, you know them when you see their name and you know their history and you know what's going on. We have some, some dear and wonderful customers who we have one who just reached out to us last night. Um, you know, they tell us I have a head injury and my memory is 30 minutes long. Ooh. Wow. And they need help. Wow. And, you know, so we have to take a step back and go, huh. oh, goodness, what are we going to do? And, you know, what we usually end up doing is recording a video for them because then they can, if they forget. Wow, that's an amazing extra step again. to do, though, to, to serve your you customers. Know? That's really. Send a video yeah. because you can get on the phone with them and it, they might get it while they're talking to you. But they're going to, this poor person's going to hang up the phone and not remember. Yeah. So, you know, we make sure that we do those things. Yeah, we, um, we've. You We've see seen it all. it all. I know you've seen you it, see all. it all. I know you've yeah. seen My advice to my friends, photographers and creative people in general, like when there's a problem, it tends to be very elevated very quickly. And in in, in, in most cases, you know, you just kind of got to talk them down off the ledge a little bit. But, you know, I would always say to my friends, like, especially when it comes to, you know, customer, when you're talking with somebody via chat or those emotions cannot be expressed via typing and you're going to be, you're going to get a lot further by being nice than being nasty. And I know I can say that you can't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that it, that it works, but sometimes, you know, you, you find yourself in impossible situations and, and and I know that your your job can be very rewarding, but at the same time, can be incredibly uh, just difficult sometimes. And 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 it can go you know up and down like this all day long. I, I and I commend you for for what you're doing. And 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 truth be told, and all of my friends who are Zen Follower customers, I've only heard amazing things about your customer support. So kudos to you. That's amazing to hear. You know, and I'm definitely going to make sure that my team hears that. Um, <laughs> A good portion of them are photographers. They've yeah. had businesses of their own. And I think that's and part of your so success. 
that makes a difference because when you're sitting there and somebody's having issues uploading their photos, they can literally put themselves in the seat of a photographer. It's late at night. They promise the photos, you know, their, their deadline is tomorrow. They've got the client barking, you know, in their ear and they're, they're encountering a problem that they personally cannot solve. Mm -hmm. And so we completely get it (laughs) and are able to, you know, really empathize and, and also help them through the issue. But sometimes that empathy is the biggest, the biggest part that makes for, for success in those, in those situations. Yeah. And I also want to mention that you guys have been a very big supporter of the community in general via you guys are, you know, have been over the years, Imaging USA and WPPI and Photo Plus and supporting educators in, in, in our industry um, so for those of you who are listening or not familiar with Zenfolio, um, you definitely need to check them out. They're a great company and are definitely worth a look. There's lots, lots of choices out there, but I personally spend a little bit more time trying to work with companies these days that I know have a good ecosystem as well as a good product. That's good to hear. And thank you for those, you know, those really kind words, Jason. It's, you know, it's what it's what we live every day as we're going about our work day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to hear when it's actually projected out, you know, when when people are seeing that, um, you know, that care that we're taking. And I've been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we're going to wrap up here. It is so great to get to know you. And if you have any questions about Zenfolio, you can always message me and I'll get you in touch. Or I'm sure you can find these guys on the Zenfolio website. Make sure to check out all their new stuff that's rolling out. And especially that Book Me Fee feature that's super duper cool. And uh, thank you for being on Something New Every Week. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I'd love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. We will see you back here next week.